Yes, indeed, we are awaiting your uh, home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text. Uh, just one number to remember, and that number is 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. A beautiful morning it is, huh? It, it is a gorgeous morning. Going to be able to get a lot of stuff done outside today, and I'm sure that uh, holds true for uh, the crews at Lindis Construction. You and your guys must love this stuff. Uh, you know, this is about as nice a weather to do exterior work on your home as it is. You know, it's just everything is stable. Uh, you can paint. You can use all the glues. It's not too hot, not too cold. It's perfect. We can get days like today all year. We'd get a lot done, didn't he? Yeah, and uh, as far as clothing, you know, you and I haven't had to talk about those Milwaukee uh, heat vests or whatever <laughs> for uh, for quite some time. So this is uh, this is very comfortable. Wanted to ask you uh, as we uh, move into the uh, uh, listener questions, uh, what's the status of uh, storm damage? Has Linda's been getting uh, calls here and there about that very thing? Oh, just uh, just a little bit more than here or there. It was a, it's a pretty widespread storm uh, throughout the the metro. It's, you know it's. You know, north of uh, St. Cloud, west of St. Cloud, even had had a lot of hail damage and wind damage, all the way to the to the metro. There's a couple little pockets in the west metro, and then there's some in the east metro, and then western Wisconsin. I think uh, we're we're looking at four four different storms that caused damage in the month of May. It's uh, it's got us pretty busy, but we're working our way through it, working uh, with as as many of the insurance adjusters as uh, we can meet with, and and uh, we'll see see what happens by the end of the month. What about those uh, folks that come in from out of town to uh, get some uh, quick money? Uh, you hearing reports of, of those chasers? Yeah, you know that's every year, Denny. Um, yeah, and, and and like we've talked about before, it's not that that the the storm chasers can do, don't do oh do good work sometimes they do, um, and it's not that you can't get a good job done by somebody that knocks on your door. What we do know is that we run into customers that are having issues with a contractor. Or are not getting a job done, or if you if you look at any of the analytics on, on that from the complaint places like the Better Business Bureau, or Angie's List, or any place, you're going to find out that a lot of times the the contractor was a door knocker. the 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 people that have problems with contractors typically are dealing with contractors that knocked on their door, and it was an emotional decision. They didn't do all their due all of the due diligence on the front end. Just like any home improvement project, get couple estimates, check out their references. And, and be patient and take your time. And when you do that, good decisions made, and, and uh, usually the end result is a much better one. You know, I was thinking, and you and I have talked about this, uh, you know, references for, for sure, word of mouth, neighbors, friends, relatives. What about asking, uh, and it doesn't have to be roofing. It could be, any, like you said, any, any project. Uh, asking for a license, uh, inform, uh, insurance information. Do people ever ask for that stuff? And and can p- people give you just any number and say, yeah, I've got a license number. Here it is. And uh, not uh, be real. Yeah, no, if you were just uh, to search that license number in, in any search engine with the, 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 the term builder's license number, you're, you're probably going to find out if it's valid or not. The other thing to look into, Denny, is uh, a certificate of insurance. And you may want to follow that up with a phone call. I would. Um, if that certificate of insurance is, is, is a month old, who knows? Maybe they didn't play their premium. Maybe they have insurance. Maybe they don't. What you have to keep in mind is anybody that gets on your roof, if they get injured and they don't have the proper insurance, it's your homeowner's insurance that, that, that foots that bill. And that can be a, a really painful and expensive process to go through. 
Yeah. So, you know, just check it out. Do the due diligence, as they say, and uh, and you won't regret it. I guess regret you regret it. It could be on the other side if you don't do it. So, all right. Here's again our phone number if you want to chat with Andy, or if you just uh, is it easier just send him a text. Any kind of home improvement question this morning at six five one four six one nine two two six. Here's one I know we'll break here in a minute or two. Uh, Texter has a ten year old cedar deck. Uh, will you comment on transparent deck stains? Are there brands you recommend? I've used, he or she said, Sickens in the past, but it's so expensive. They mentioned 67. I would imagine they mean per quart mm-hmm. or gallon, rather. Um, it is, it is, but it's good stuff, is it not? I mean, that's just one brand that you and I have talked about over the years. How would you answer that question? Um, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Sickens. The other one that we use a, a lot of is uh, the Penafin. They're, they're very similar oil-based stains. Uh, they, they, they penetrate. You don't have to remove them when you restain them. And just like any home improvement out there, Denny, um, when you buy quality, you typically only cry once, and that's when you write the check. The, the most expensive home improvement project is going to be one that you have to redo over and over and over. And when it comes to stains and paints, it's it's something that you do want to spend some money on. The, the there is a difference between the the cheapest stuff out there and the and the more expensive stuff and how long it lasts and how it applies. Yeah, you know, you look as this texture has a ten year old cedar deck. Well, if it's is solid, I mean that's going to last you a while. I mean, then why not mm-hmm. use a good product, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. And 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 think you use a good product. Now, next year, you don't have to strip it or anything like that. That's the nice part about Sickens and Penafin, Denny. You can just re All right. And, and, and think you use a good product. Now, next year, you don't have to strip it or anything like that. That's the nice part about Sickens and Penafin, Denny. You can just reapply um, every every couple of years. With some of those other ones, you know, it's a bigger process to refinish the deck. Yeah, just a little brightener conditioner maybe and uh, and uh, reapply like you uh, suggested. Yeah, so I'd go with that. I know it. it, it good stuff costs money. You know, there's no doubt. All right, I tell you what, I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a break. So let's do that. If you have uh, a home improvement type of question, by all means, send it via text or call uh, 651-461-9226. This home improvement show here on CCO brought to us by Lindis Construction. We're around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. I can tell you the uh, current temp, we're having trouble getting to that uh, near 70-degree high here. It's still 63 degrees. Uh, on our way to 70 here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented every week here in the 9 o'clock hour by our friends at Linda's Construction. You want to get in touch with those good folks? Easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDIS. Or if you want to check them out, too, you can get on the web, lindasconstruction.com. But here again is the number, 844-9-LINDIS. In the meantime, if you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy Lindis, you can call it in or you can text it in. Here's our number for uh, that, 651-461-9226. Andy, I know that uh, Linda's uh, deals with the Marvin products. Texter mm-hmm. wants to know, does Marvin, do you think, have a weatherization kit for their sliding glass doors? And how would that uh, CCO listener uh, find that out? Um, I'm not quite sure what they mean by weatherization kit. 
but when it comes to Marvin windows and doors, if you're to call directly to the manufacturer or if you're still in, in contact with the original installer of, of the door, they can usually get almost any repair part or part needed to, to make that door better. So um, now if you're talking about an air infiltration issue at the meeting rail of the sliding door, um, there that could be an installation issue. It can be a, a couple of things. I'd have to... I need more information to really point you in the right direction on how to get exactly what you need. But typically, with the, the with Marvin, you should be able to get almost any part for that window. And and this goes for like over a lot of years too, right? As far as their products are concerned. Yeah, you know, I've uh, I've sourced uh, products uh, or parts for products that are you know twenty five, thirty years old. Oh, all right. Thank you for that text again. Our number is 651-461-9226. Let's see here. There's another one. I haven't heard of this. Maybe you have. A malarkey shingle. Is there a shingle brand of malarkey? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, uh, it has a hail rating. Um, It's not made of asphalt. It's uh, it's more of like a rubber shingle. Um, It's not a bad shingle. But for me... When you look at the warranties and, and the manufacturers behind them, this is why I choose GAF. And still to this day, I've been on malarkey roofs that have had hail damage. I have yet to find a Glenwood shingle from GAF have hail damage. And we're getting a lot of c- c- customers in this hailstorm, Denny, as you can imagine, request that. Because, you know, everyone gets kind of excited. Yes, I get, I'm going to get some money from my insurance company. I get to fix my house. I'm going to put new siding on, whatever the case may be. But it's still not a great, fun process, and it's still going to cost the customer some money with deductibles or upgrades or whatever the case may be. So you don't want to go through this again. And if you can take some steps to make sure that you never have to do this again, like installing LP Smart Side, not that LP can't get damage from hail. I'm just telling you, this last hailstorm, none of the LP that I've installed on my homes or any of my customers' homes I've been able to find damage on. And then the Glenwood shingle from, from GAF, you, you put those two things on the exterior of your home, it's going to take a real heavy, heavy hail and a big storm to, to really cause any damage. What, what's so good about these Glenwood shingles? For those that don't know, you and I have talked about those. I, I love those GAF shingles on my roof. But what's so good about them? What makes them so good? Well, uh, first and foremost, aesthetically, I think it's the, the best-looking shingle on the market. But from uh, uh, thickness and, and the heaviness of the weight and the amount of materials used to make these to make these shingles anywhere, an ordinary shingle like Malarkey is going to be three bundles to a square. The the Glenwood shingle from from GAF it's ten bundles to a square. Now that's three bundles from from most ordinary shingles to cover a hundred square feet where it takes 10 bundles of this Glenwood shingle to cover that same area. It's multiple trucks that have to show up to deliver those materials typically. Um, so it's just a, it's a better built shingle. And the unfortunate part is it's been discontinued. Now I know there's some scuttlebutt on the back end with the, the manufacturers out there that they might bring this one back, but, but we sourced enough and have enough here in the Twin Cities to, I think, get us through the, the, the season with, with four colors and well, really, we're down to three. We got maybe two jobs left of uh, the one color, but I think we'll have the three colors for the remainder of the season. All right. If you have an have a question about, could be roofing, could be uh, insulation, could be decking, whatever the case may be. It's our home improvement hour. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction answering those questions at 
651-461-9226. You can call in your question, or as we always like to say, you can send a text. Like so many people find it uh, easier for that. Again, 651-461-9226. Another shingle question from a listener, Andy. Seems like, I'll just read it. Seems like a lot of used shingles going into the landfills. Is there a company out there that recycles them? Yes, there's uh, a couple of different uh, dumpster companies that recycle them. And I know like uh, manufacturers like GAF is putting the full court press on trying to get as many recycled shingles and asphalt back into the shingle. There's a, there's a definite um, want to start removing or sending less of these shingles to landfills. Denny, at one point it was, it was like almost 3 billion tons of asphalt shingles were ending up in landfills a year. Um, now those are typically getting turned into parking lots. The asphalt isn't a high enough grade to be turned into roads, but it is a good enough grade where it can be turned into um, parking lots and, and driveways, or it gets put back into shingles. And uh, with uh, the being what petroleum prices are, you know, uh, necessity being the mother of all invention, as we go through this process and this, this petroleum and everything goes up and up and up, I'm, uh, I'm sure every manufacturer out there is trying to look for ways to reuse and use as many of the old uh, materials as we possibly can. Not only is it good for the environment, it makes economic sense as well at times. Oh, absolutely. Uh, thinking about uh, uh, roofing, what does Lindus use? What do your crews use besides those great GAF sing- shingles? What, what's the, the process? What, what is put on the uh, roof after you do a tear-off, let's say, and you just got you know the decking there, what 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 is what material or materials are put on that roof before those gray shingles are put on? Well, uh, after we do a complete deck inspection, we're going to cut in all the vents that need to be be cut in, and then we're going to start installing the ice and water shield. And when we install our ice and water shield, which is the highest grade ice and water shield that GAF makes, what, what people don't understand, every manufacturer makes one or two or three or four grades of everything. And so just because they're using a certain brand doesn't mean it's the highest grade that that brand makes. So you're going to want to have that conversation with your contractors, especially on the underlayments. It makes a giant difference, not only in the safety for the installers, but when, when it comes to putting on our, our, our storm guarder uh, ice and water shield and the tiger paw, those are our two products that we know that, yeah, we've, we've had some, when, when people don't choose the Glenwood shingle, we've had some of the other shingles get hail damaged. So we've been able to take off the roof and inspect our underlayments and and what we've done. And it's a lot more steps than almost every other contractor. In fact, installers, um, when they first come and work for us, are upset because of how slow the job's going because of the extra steps that we're taking typically. It takes a minute to understand what we're doing and how we're doing it to to for, for everyone. It's a little bit different, and especially if you're used to installing roofing in the, the southern part of the, the country. It's a it's a vastly different roof that we're installing, but uh, we're going to go up the rakes over the peak, uh, three three wide in the valley. Uh, we're going to go three feet past the interior wall, and then we're going to put tiger paw over the entire roof surface, Denny. So I- including the ice and water shield. One thing that we know when we're removing shingles, when they're when the old ice and water shield starts to warm up and those shingles get stuck to it, it's almost impossible to remove. In fact. I've had some jobs get upwards of fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars in extra wood repair because the the bottom part of the sh- of the the plywood has to be removed where the ice and water shield was because it can't be removed. All right, 
I was just picturing the the crews when they put that uh, all that stuff you mentioned on our roof. I mean, I never even think about leaking. Uh, I mean, it's just it's so solid. And you're right; those shingles are are really good looking. All right, uh, getting another signal. It's time to look at the forecast. Let's see what the the Lindus crews and all the rest of us are uh, facing uh, this coming week here weather-wise. So stand by. We have about another half hour of the show to go. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, don't wait. By all means, you can call Andy if you'd like to chat with him, or if you uh, prefer, just send your home improvement uh, question via text. It is the same number, 651-461-9226. 63 degrees weather coming up here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We're around uh, here on CC every Saturday, as we have been for years, 9 o'clock hour with the Home Improvement Talk. Thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction for making this happen every week. Andy Lindis answering your home improvement questions uh, either by phone or by text, as usual. Here's the number to keep in mind, 651 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. That's good for either a... Uh, Phone call or a text uh, question for Andy, whichever is easier for you. Speaking of text messages, Andy, uh, here's one. It says, what is a good countertop surface other than granite or quartz? We haven't talked about uh, countertops in quite some time. Uh, granite or quartz, I'm sure either one are still very popular. What 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 are the other options people uh, are looking at, you know? You know, we, we've done some cement countertops in, in the past, but more often than not, Denny, it's those, those other two products. Um, we have a, a lot of customers that, that choose the Cambria product uh, on a regular basis. It's one of my favorites. It's what I have in my house. Um, and we, we have a lot of customers that choose natural stone as well, and it can be a lot of fun, and especially when you're looking at u- unique uh, some of the unique colors and things that are available. And if you haven't looked at some of the things that are available from Cambria lately, I would highly encourage it. Uh, that's one thing about that company is they, they are always changing and, and coming out with new and better colors and, and designs. Yeah, there's a lot, I think, a lot more uh, uh, selection from what I understand in, mm-hmm. in quartz for sure. Uh, another listener wants to know what is the common color of siding and shingles? It used to be white, but is it dark now? Well, a common color. How would you uh, answer that question as far as color of siding and shingles? What are choices? What, what's available? Well, the, when, it, when it comes to the shingles, the, the, the dark brown and, and, and charcoal to black seems to always be the, the, the predominant colors. But when siding, you're right, it used to be white on, on almost anything. And I, one of the things that I can look back on is the, the amount of white gutter coil, the leaf guard product that, that we use to match people's siding and soften fascia. It used to be like sixty, seventy percent of what we what we'd order, and that that's gotten smaller over the years. And if you look at some of our siding projects coming up, the darker colors are the ones that are 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 running the the team. And we we do black more than white now, Denny. It seems like a lot of that charcoal gray to to black colors getting used on the exterior of home. Most of the major manufacturers, including the windows and door people, have all come out with that color in the last five six years. I think you and I have touched on that. What, uh, as far as uh, the the dark uh, trim on uh, windows, let's say, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't we talk about that? There's uh, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, for black black uh, coloring on that. Yeah, it looks. I I really do like the look um, a lot. So it's uh, I'm a fan, and I uh, I tend to uh, push people in that direction. That's kind of neat. All right, again, six five one four six one nine two two six. Good morning, Andy. This one says, uh, going to be building a freestanding simple screen house. Uh, first of all, what material will last the longest? That is green treated cedar, etc. And what screen material, uh, metal, vinyl, etc., uh, should I use? Uh, well, there's other questions. Maybe we can pick on those first, and then we'll uh, we'll grab some more. What do you think of those questions so far? Well, um, if, if you're if you're looking at building a, a screen porch, one thing um, we've noticed over uh, the last year and a half or so, and I don't know if it was because of the supply pinch with, with the lumber, but we're having more issues with the KDAT, which is brown. It's the brown treated lumber than we are with the the green treated lumber. And so take that for what you will, and, and just be be careful where you're sourcing those materials and that they're, they're getting dried in the proper fashion. Uh, when it comes to screened-in porches, we use a product called Sunspace, and we've had really, really good luck with that. Customers seem to like it, but uh, I always tell everyone as they as they go through this process, they would price out what the difference is from a screened-in porch to a four-season porch, because when you're doing the original build, that number isn't that crazy. When three, four years down the road, when you want to change it into a four-season four porch because it's your favorite room in your house and you can't use it four months of the year, it might be just as expensive to do that then than it would have been to do the whole, whole build now. So, you know, it, it might be ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 more to, to turn it into a four-season porch on the original build, but to go and remodel it, you might be looking at seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000. Yeah, and even though, as this uh, listener says, it's a... Uh... Freestanding, freestanding, yeah. But but still, I think uh, that that given some thought that you know you may, as you sit in the in the screen porch or screened you know freestanding building, uh, or as they called it, uh, screen house, uh, you may wish there were you know something a little more solid like windows. So it's something to think about if you're going to be first of all living in that house for uh, uh, quite a few years. And enjoying the outside. So that's just a thought. But it, I, I, one more question from this listener, and let's see if I can find it. Oh, is five feet between the vertical support posts okay? I'd have to look more into exactly what you're building to, yeah. to really give you a good answer on that. I, um, You know, if, if anytime you are building or you have these types of questions... There's there's some really good resources online where you can put in pictures and 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 sometimes even in getting an expert and a designer involved if it, you know a couple hundred dollars it's worth it's worth that if it's saving you time and money on the back end it's worth to go through the planning process and and, and get an expert involved. Yeah, I agree. This listener again, here's our phone number. It's also the text number 651-461-9226. For your home improvement question for Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, this listener says this. Let me find it here. I have a fireplace chimney that is not brick but clad in masonite. And the vertical edge boards are rotting at the top. How do I find a contractor who would take on a small job like this to replace those boards? How would you uh, answer that listener question? 
Well, it sounds like uh, you're looking more for a siding professional than a chimney person. Having said that, if uh, you haven't had that chimney maintained or, or looked at in, in a recent basis uh, or in a recent time frame, I would I would have that done. Um, it sounds like a small project, but siding a chimney chase and what the the, the process to to make it done well, it's it's usually not a cheap one. So, but I would start with siding professionals and and start getting estimates and go from there. I remember, Andy, when you and I would uh, do these shows and uh, we would get questions about not not masonite, but actually maybe chimneys that are falling apart and somebody mm-hmm. needing tuck pointing uh, and and these 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 um, artists, let's call them, are hard to find. Uh, is that still true as far as that kind of work, as far as the stone, the the tuck pointing type of folks? Uh, yeah, that's, that's been that way for a decade, Denny. Um, yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's been that way for a lot of the trades. The, the craftsmen are becoming rarer and rarer to, to find and, and to hire. Uh, it's something that we spend a lot of time on. This is why we've, over the last decade, we've put in some really extensive training programs to, to make sure that we can continue to build craftsmen. And we're, we're fortunate enough that we work with them every day. And we have a couple of good masons that we work with. I know it's it's ironic that they they're talking about masonite. Masonite was that siding. It's for lack of a better way of describing it, uh, it's like compressed cardboard, Denny. Yeah. Um, right. From from a siding person, you know, my first job at, at uh, Lindus Construction, I was on the what we called the Lindus Destruction Crew. They never let us install anything. We went to jobs and removed all the old stuff. And when we got to a house that had masonite. We all were really excited because it was the easiest stuff to remove from the house. That stuff was not made well, and uh, it kept a lot of siders busy in the late 80s and early 90s. That's If, if we were replacing siding, chances are it was that. The other, the downfall of, of siding in those days, if we weren't replacing that, we were dealing with some crazy cedar or something that would take five years to tear off at times, it seemed like. What, is, is masonite type of product still being used, do you know? You know, I think you can get it. And and match it, but uh, I don't see siding professionals using it on a regular basis. I, I think you may be able to source it or something similar to to its profile, but I, I you don't see that going on houses ever, really. All right. Tell you what, getting another signal. Time for another quick break. Uh, before we run out of time, uh, why don't you send your home improvement question either by phone. You can call Andy if you'd like to just say hello and chat. Or send Andy that text. Uh, either one, here's the number, 651-461-9226. 63 degrees. We hope to hit 70 here in the Twin Cities. From News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction. You want to get in touch with those good folks, 844-9-LINDUS is the easiest number to remember. If you want to check them out, too, you can always get on the web at lindusconstruction.com. That's L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus and I having uh, a discussion here this morning, welcoming your home improvement questions as usual. Uh, at uh, 651-461-9226, either by phone or by text. And, uh, Andy, uh, we're getting a let's, – yeah, let's grab this phone call here. Paul is calling in, I believe, from YZ this morning. Thanks for waiting, Paul. What is your question for Andy? 
Hey, thanks for taking my call. I uh, I have condensation on the pipes in my laundry room, and it's, now it's getting mold on it, and I don't know what to do about it. it. It is now getting mold on it? Is that what you said? Yes. Well, I think so, it's been going on. Um, I think it's been going on for a while. I think my tenants just haven't told me about it. But okay. Now, well, now um, well once you take care of the mold, what you're going to want to do is, is is maybe run a dehumidifier. It's amazing how much a dehumidifier makes a difference in that area. You can look at doing some of the pipe wraps, but chances are it's still going to, when warm air hits a cold surface, it's going to be, if the dew point is right, it's going to condensate like that. So maybe running a dehumidifier. You shouldn't have your pipe sweating on a regular basis. Now, on crazy hot days, crazy cold days, you know, all bets are off for, for how the home works. But more often than not, it shouldn't be something you're seeing on a regular basis. So I would look at addressing it with either dehumidifier or air infiltration problems or maybe even looking at putting one of those pipe wraps on. But I would want to look at the other things that are causing it first. Okay. What, do you, what did you mean by air infiltration problems? Well, if you got a lot of warm air that's coming into a pipe that's cold, so if there's a, any oh, access see. to the outside that that's in that area, that can be an issue. Yeah, kind of the where the room is and and the way it is, and there's no air conditioning in the house, and all, all, perfect storm for all that. So yeah, okay, I get it. So, all yep. right, Paul. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, Paul luck. seems to be on that track anyway. Yeah. Are we going to say Andy? No, no. Good luck. That's uh, oh, it yeah. seems like it's a fixable thing. Absolutely. All right, let's see. We have time. Yes, we have a few minutes to go on the show. Here's a text that says, if you want to reside an old stucco house with traditional siding, does the old stucco have to be torn off? Not necessarily, but you should. Um, you could maybe go over the top of it, but you're not addressing any of the, the problems that could be underneath that stucco. And chances are, if you're residing a stucco house, it's more than just the aesthetics that you're going after. So we wouldn't. We always remove all of the old stucco and then start with all new underlayments and, and go from there. And it's not a fun process, Denny, at all. I think uh, that is one of the dirtiest and hardest jobs that, is, uh, that an installer has to partake in is removing brick and stucco. Oh, I would imagine. Get big shoulders, uh, so swing on that big old sledgehammer. <laughs> Uh, let's see. You were recently, as I'm looking at the clock here, you were recently talking about roofing color and siding colors and the shift to darker colors. So my question is, listener says, how does the darker colors impact the energy used in the house? As in, does it uh, sort the heat and make it hotter inside? It very well could make your attic space hotter. If you have a properly sealed attic with a, with a vapor barrier and the proper R value, in our area of the world, um, you know, it's probably not that big of a deal. Uh, I do know that, say, you know, you have a story and a half home, Denny, uh, your typical St. Louis Park home, um, where you have the knee walls upstairs, yeah. where that means when you're upstairs, the, the, the ceilings are slanted. Now, when we install our metal roof on homes like that, we get on a regular basis how much cooler that made that home. Now, there's, there's, there's a chemical in our, in our paint that goes in our metal roofing, uh, Kynar and Hylar. I believe it was first developed by the U.S. military for our aircraft so they didn't give up heat signatures. So it has a very high reflectivity and a very low emissivity. It means it doesn't absorb the sun's energy. It actually reflects it, making it a much cooler surface. 
and that does make the attic space that much different and, in fact, lowers the cooling costs. It's used in the southern part of the states a lot, and, and a lot of shingle manufacturers have cool shingles as well. So if, uh, if that's a worry for you, that's something I would, I would talk about with your contractor as you're choosing, choosing the roofing. If you have any type of a hot roof, any type of area you can't get the proper insulation to, yeah, you might want to look at something outside of black shingles. A couple of minutes to go on the show, Andy. Here's another text uh, who's a listener not ready to do gutter replacements yet. Uh, they fixed leaking seams, holes in the wood piece they are attached to. Is it okay to just cover those holes with a thin piece of wood for a few years just to keep the critters out? So obviously a Band-Aid kind of a fix here. Yeah, I would look at more um, covering it with like a piece of fascia or a piece of metal or flashing. In those areas, if you're looking at a temporary fix to keep the critters out. But uh, know that usually when this stuff starts going, the longer you put off fixes like this, if it continues to get more holes or rot, it's going to cost more and more and more. Um, There's a lot of times that repairs can be done for a few hundred dollars, Denny, and because they're let go, they turn into a few thousand dollars. Yeah, true for any job. All right, one more, then we have to run. Three and uh, uh, let's see. I have a uh, three twelve pitch roof and have wind driven rain intrusion through the bathroom exhaust fan vent cap. Is there a better cap out there than the uh, than the one that, that the Brown that's commonly used? What do you think there? Uh, for sure, yes. And uh, we brought those to the Twin Cities market. My brother Adam went to a roofing expo. I don't know five six years ago, in I think it was Texas, and ran across these guys from Lifetime Tool. And their vents look way better than any vent we ever had. Then when you felt them, they're just made better. It's a heavier uh, material. The flashing kits are just better. So we started installing them. We're the first ones in the Twin Cities. And, and now it's, 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 it's like 30%, 40% of the vents installed in the Twin Cities are the lifetime tool vent. Uh, There's one thing about contractors up here, Denny. We know quality. And we look for the most durable stuff that we can put on, on a house. And for us... We had, we had issues just like this guy's talking about with our brown vents, but since we switched to Lifetime Tool, those issues have gone away for the most part. Got about 30 seconds to go, Andy. How do we get in touch with Linda's uh, Construction if we need some help or want to get some projects done? You know, you can search for us on any social media. You can search for us online, lindusconstruction.com, uh, and, and those are probably the two easiest ways. Just uh, look for the form, fill out a free estimate, and uh, we'll go from there. And I know on certain things you guys have a 50% off labor now the month of June. Am I right on that? Yes, sir. Uh, installation of leaf guard gutters and infinity windows by Marvin. 50% off labor. That's fantastic. All right. Yeah, the phone number, again, easy number to remember, 844-9-LINDAS. Andy, always a pleasure. Hope you and your crews and Lindus Construction have a good, productive week. And let's do this again next Saturday. Sounds great, Danny. Thank you. And the Lindis from Lindis Construction. Yeah, speaking of weather, uh, there's a small chance of showers. The, the weather folks are saying generally later this afternoon. Some activity right now in southern Minnesota. We hope to get near 30. Uh, 56 the low tonight for your Sunday. It looks like kind of a rainy one near 71 the high on Sunday. Right now as we head out of here, Denny Long thanking you for your company. Uh, wind southwest at 9, gusting to 20. Uh, let's see. Partly cloudy skies. That temperature not moving. It's still at uh, 63 degrees here in News Talk A30 WCCO.